Amen, amen. Go ahead and take a seat, everyone. Welcome to WWE Smack. I'm just kidding. No, just kidding. Although, although the octagon here, though. Actually, wait, no, that's not an octagon. No, it is. I can't count. Hey, uh, I'm Justin Goheen. I'm the youth pastor here at Smoky Point Community Church. And if this is one of your, uh, like, you've only been here a couple times. If it's your first time, this is not normal. Uh, it, everybody is just as surprised. I walked in and was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I heard Jim over here yell, where's my seat? It's pretty great. Uh, hey, it is our annual celebration service where we get to look back on 2023 and celebrate what God has been doing. And we just decided to shake things up. Uh, sometimes when we're in the regular routine of like, this is my seat, uh, we sometimes aren't aren't attuned to what the Lord has been doing. Uh, we, we sometimes are just stuck in our, our rote uh, activities, our rote uh, just patterns of how we do things. And so even just shaking up where we're sitting is, is a fun way to help us enter into this celebration service. So I, I am so thankful for those of you who are maybe a little uncomfortable and willing to, uh, to just step out of your comfort zone a bit. So thanks. Uh, you guys are awesome. Um, I have a couple announcements for us that I'd like to highlight. Number one, a few of us brought some more snacks. Uh, it's just an awesome opportunity that we are supporting students uh, with the Snacks for Students food drive. That uh, we are supporting Arlington schools and Lakewood schools where we are being the hands and feet of Jesus. Um, engaging the broken with God's love with a simple snack is a great way uh, to, to be part of God's kingdom. And so we've been developing these partnerships um, with the school districts in our area uh, to, to meet needs to, to also uh, reach the lost. And so we are just excited and thankful for, your, uh, for you stepping into that. And if you still wanted to bring some, I'm sure Bree wouldn't deny them if you brought them by this week or, uh, or, or next weekend. Um, the other thing is if you have a heart for the lost, if you have a heart for people who, have, uh, who are living in this country, but maybe English isn't their first language, there's an opportunity for you. There's a training coming up for our upcoming ministry, uh, the ESL ministry, that you don't have to have any special skills for. I, I do not have any special skills for this, but I could show up um, to the training because I, uh, I know English uh, and and that's that's about all it takes. Is I'm willing to I'm willing to learn and talk and sit with people. Uh, it, it's a great opportunity. This training is happening uh, not just with Smoky Point Community Church, but other Alliance churches in our area, where they're flying out uh, some teachers uh, to to uh, to teach us how to do this ministry. So maybe you're like, well, right now I can't do this, but maybe in a year from now I'd love to step into this. Uh, I would really encourage you to sign up. And, and go to this training, because this isn't a training we get to have, like, all the time. So if you have any interest uh, in this, please uh, go ahead and sign up, and you can find all that info online. Um, the, that's, that's what I got for announcements. The, what we're going to do now is we're going to connect with one another like we normally do. And here's a couple things I'll encourage you to do. Maybe you ask somebody, say hi, and maybe ask them if you want to. You don't have to. But you could ask, hey, what are, what are you celebrating? What can you celebrate from this last year? Uh, maybe it's something like, hey, we, we got to go on a vacation, and that was, that's worth celebrating. Maybe it's like, hey, here's what God has done. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's something simple. Maybe it's something big. Uh, you could ask somebody, or along the walls, you notice these posters sitting here. There might be an opportunity to go and read, and as a worshipful activity, 
look at what you all, what we as a church family are celebrating. And some have names, some don't. Uh, but these are things that we together are celebrating that uh, a few weeks ago, if you remember writing in those cards, hey, what are you celebrating? Um, we printed some of those out. And, and maybe even as a worshipful experience, uh, read those and celebrate and praise God for what he's doing. So why don't we all stand up together and spend a few minutes connecting with one another? Go. Yeah, I am so glad that you are here today uh, for us to party. You, you know it's okay to party in church? <laughs> I grew up in an era where it was not okay, but it is okay, all right? So we're going we're gonna to party and celebrate today, and specifically what we're celebrating is who God is, his nature, his character, his work in our lives, uh, that's what we want to celebrate as we gather together today. If you're kind of newer around this church and you haven't really you know, experienced this before, every year we take a Sunday when um, we, we just set it aside for the purpose of recalling last year. I was just thinking through, you know, for us this year, 2023, go, God, what did you do? How were you at work in individual lives and in the life of this church because we want to recall those things and we want to celebrate, God, you at work in the middle of those. And, and I, for one, look forward to this day every year. I, I love it because, for one, it's kind of fun when we get to be all together in one service, right? Um, all of us, not two, but all of us together in one service. Uh, it's awesome to do that. I, I, I love that not only are we all together in one service, but we have families together, you know, in this service with kids. Um, I know I keep coming in and out because I'm standing in front of the speakers and didn't really think about that one, but that's okay. Um, and, and, and I love that we, I love hearing stories of God at work, and we're going to hear a bunch of those today. And, and I especially love that when we do these celebration days, that we make it about God and not about us. We're not celebrating Smoky Point Community Church. We're not celebrating some, this is what we've done and look at what's happened. We're celebrating God at work in individuals' lives and in the life of this church. And we want to make it about him. The God who has worked, who is working, and who will continue to work in the coming year. And that's what we are celebrating today. You know, the Bible actually calls us to celebrate. It calls us to celebrate who God is. And we come, as the church, we come from a long line, a rich heritage of celebrators, right, of people who celebrate. If you look throughout Scripture, you realize that back in the Old Testament, we see the Israelites celebrating feasts year in and year out, all for the purpose of celebrating who God is. And there are also times, I don't know if you've seen this in Scripture before, but there are times when God did something specific at a time and a place and take stones and they would stack them up as memorial so that every time they would walk by, they would remember God, they would remember what he did. It was all about celebrating God at work. And even when you get to the New Testament, you see the church beginning to celebrate and party. And one of the ways that they would celebrate is that they would come together and they would remember, they would recall Jesus' death on the cross, and they would look ahead to his coming back 
And they would do all of that through eating bread and drinking wine. It's all about celebrating who God is and how he's at work in our lives and in his church. Celebrating God's nature, celebrating his provision, and celebrating how God's love broke in to this world and into our lives. We celebrate all of that today. In fact, I, I want to just have us read a passage uh, in the Psalms that remind us of this call to celebrate. It's found in Psalm 145. It says this. I don't have it written out, so there we go. It says this. I will extol you, which is another word, by the way, uh, for like praise. Uh, I, I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. On the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. They shall speak of the might of your awesome deeds, and I will declare your greatness. They shall pour forth the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness. This was one of many of David's celebration psalms where he writes about the goodness and the greatness of God and who he is. And I love these words he says. He says, I extol, I praise, I bless your name forever. And then he says, why? Because of your greatness, God. In fact, David writes this. Your greatness is unsearchable, unsearchable. In other words, we will never, ever come to the end of discovering and exploring the greatness of God. You you could dive into the depths of how great God is for all eternity and never come to an end of his greatness. Isn't that awesome? I love that. I also love that David in this psalm mentions the generations. He says this, one generation will speak of your works to the next generation or another generation, right? And I love that today we have multiple generations in this room. I understand that parents, you came and like your kids are here and they're not over in the classroom. It's like, oh, but you know what? I love it. I love it because David says each generation needs to hear from the other that God is good, that God is great, that he is real. And today, you're going to be hearing some stories. You're going to be hearing stories from some kids and some students and some adults alike, all commending us of the goodness of God that they have seen and experienced in their own lives. I just want to take a moment uh, when we're talking about this to say this. Um, Family, maybe more than ever right now, the younger generations need to know that God is real. Maybe more than ever. That he is real. He is not, he is not a ritual to practice once a week. He is not a religion to adhere to. He is real 
and alive. And the next generation needs to hear that. They don't need more information about God. They are filled with information. They need to see and know and experience that God is real and loves them and is alive. And you know one of the most powerful ways that they can see that and experience that? Through your story, through your life. We think about, man, I, I just really pray for this next generation. I pray for my kids. And we need to pray for them. Absolutely. But what they also need to see is that God is real and alive in you. They need to hear you celebrate that God is working in your life and bringing about change and transformation in you. And even through the hard stuff, they need to see you saying, this is hard, I don't understand this, I don't get where God is, but I trust him. Ah, one generation to another saying God is real and alive and is to be celebrated. Hmm. Let's do that together today. Today, we're going to celebrate in a few different ways. We're going to celebrate by hearing some stories, stories of how God has been at work in individuals' lives, and individuals make up this church, and so we're going to hear those. And We're also going to sing some songs of praise to God. And I want you to know that as we hear stories today, you're going to hear, what, maybe 10 or something like that? 10, 11 stories today, that's the tip of the iceberg, obviously, in a room like this, and there's many others who are not even here today. Uh, and so I just want to remind you that everyone has a story, and that God wants to be at the very center of your story. And so I want to encourage you to share your story, and even, like I said, it doesn't have to be all roses and rainbows and unicorns, everything's great and wonderful. In fact, the most powerful stories are the ones that are real and raw and say, through it all, God is real and alive. And we want to celebrate that together today. As we look back today, because that's part of what we're doing, we're looking back at 2023 and thinking what God has done. Um, I don't want to put a damper on this, but I do want to leave us with a caution as we look back today. Uh, a caution that I actually heard this last week. Um, uh, well, our pastors and spouses were away this last week down at a district conference down at Cannon Beach. And uh, during one of the sessions, uh, our, our speaker um, was, was speaking about this idea of, uh, of looking back, of, of the past. And, and he was acknowledging that it's good for us to look back and remember what God has done, recall what God has done, and to celebrate that. But then he gave us this caution, and I want to give it to all of us today. He said this, do not get so caught up in the glory days of the past that you lose sight of what God is doing now and what he will do tomorrow. Let me just say that again. Do not get so caught up in the glory days of the past that we lose sight of what God is doing now and what he will do tomorrow. Isn't it easy to get caught up in the past, the good old days, right? We can do that, can't we? I was just, oh, yeah, I remember that. It was so great. And some of, you, some of you are thinking about the era that you were like teenagers in and going, that was the best era ever. <laughs> and we can do that spiritually too. Yeah. 
We can get caught up in what used to be, what has done. And it might be something great that God did in your life. It was decades and decades and decades ago. We get so focused on that that we lose sight that God is at work now. And that God wants to continue to do a new work tomorrow in our lives. So I just want to leave us with that little caution as we reflect back and we think about it. Because here's the thing. We can long for what was and lose sight of what is right now. Right? And so my prayer is this, that God would give us a hunger and a longing and even a desire for the new things he wants to do in us. Not just what he did before. Because you know what? God is a God of new things. He wants to renew and make new your life and mine. God was absolutely at work last year, and we're going to celebrate that. But I want to assure you that he is at work today, right now. And I look forward with expectancy of what he's going to do tomorrow and this year in my life and in your life. My prayer has been this, especially after this week. God, would you do a new thing in me? Would you do a new thing in your church? In us. In fact, listen to what Isaiah chapter 43 says. It says, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God, do something new in us. Make us flexible enough and open to your new thing that you want to do. I want to share a personal celebration. You're going to hear some stories, and I want, to hear, and I want to share my own. As I think back personally over 2023, I celebrate that God did a new thing in me. He did a new, fresh work in my life personally. Some of you know that I was not here last year. I love celebration service. I wasn't here at our celebration service last year because I had just stepped into a health leave where I stepped away for what was supposed to be three months and it ended up being five months away, a time when God had a plan to do something new in me, to do a work of restoration in my life. I love watching those shows, those you know, home shows where they go in and they take the beat up, you know, it's all falling apart and there's you know, like, you know, eat, eaten up and there's mold and, and they tear it out and then rebuild and restore I love watching those. And I kind of feel like God wanted to do that in me this last year. And I stand here before you today, one year later, and I celebrate that God mercifully took me down to the studs and did an incredible work of renovation and renewing in my heart and in my life, in my body, in my soul, in my spirit. God did an incredible work in me. And I want you to know that he did all of that, and he's not finished yet. He began a work last year in me, and I celebrate that. I celebrate all that God has done. But I say began because here's the thing. Very seldom does God do a work of renovation all at once. Sometimes, sometimes, he heals and restores just like that. It's all new. But oftentimes, more often than not, 
What he chooses to do is to heal us, to restore us progressively over time. And I think that that's what he's doing in me. He's done a great work. I celebrate that. And I believe he's going to continue that work. In fact, let me share a story from this last week. While we were down at this conference, there was one morning where we didn't have a session and there was opportunity to, be, uh, to, to receive healing prayer uh, by some of our district staff and just to pray over us, whether it was you know, physically or emotionally or spiritually, anybody who wanted to receive uh, prayer. And so Stacy and I uh, scheduled a time and we went in and I shared with them some of my story that God has begun a great work of restoration in me and healing in me. But uh, I also acknowledge the fact that it needs to continue, that, that in fact, in some ways, in my physical body that sort of began all of this, um, I've taken some steps backwards, frankly. Um, I just went to the doctor just recently and realized that some things have gone backwards in my body chemistry and, and, and my health and energy and what's going on. And, uh, and so I came and I said, would you pray? I've prayed and God has healed and restored and begun a work in me and would you pray? And so these people gathered around us and they began to pray. And as one of those leaders began to pray, during his prayer, he, 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 declared, he said this, I declare healing over Jim's body. Now, I, I don't know how to explain this to you, but in the moment he said, I declare healing in Jim's body, uh, for lack of a better explanation, I, I felt this like wave of energy it started from my head and went all the way through to the, my, my feet. Just like that in an instant. And I knew it was undeniable that God had just done something in my body. And I celebrate that. Because he's not, yeah. I celebrate that and I want to remind you that God has worked in your life and in mine and in his church. But he is working. And he has more that he wants to do in you. Let's celebrate all of it this morning. Let's celebrate all of it. In fact, what I want us to do now is we're going to sing a song of praise. And I want to encourage you as you're singing this to, to think about maybe some ways that you celebrate God at work as you think back over this last year. And, if, and honestly, if you think back on this last year, you go, I can't think of any specific way that God was at work. Okay, that's okay. There's no shame in that. I would encourage you then to think about what is true about God, what is unchanging and true about God, and celebrate that. Think about that as we sing this song. And then after that, Justin's going to come up, and, and, and he's going to um, interview some people, and you're going to hear some stories as we celebrate God at work. Would you stand with me and pray with me? Lord Jesus, we celebrate you. I celebrate you at work in my life. I celebrate you at work in this church. And I realize, God, that we can easily get caught up in the past and just look back. But I pray that today we would look back, but we would also look at today at what you are doing and what you want to do tomorrow. And that we would trust you and celebrate you in all of it because you are God and you are good. We celebrate you in Jesus' name. Yeah, go ahead and take a seat. Um, I'm really excited for this. I've got the puke bucket in case someone gets nervous. 
I'm just kidding. Um, sorry, that was like bad timing, but Jim made the joke a second ago. Uh, no, the bucket has a purpose. Uh, so one of the things that we get to do, uh, that I love to do with students at a youth group, uh, every once in a while, maybe two or three times a year, just uh, you know, end of the summer, kind of end of the year, those kind of things. What, what we do is what we call in the pastor's studio, where I, instead of a message, I just sit up there on some stools and I say, who wants to come and share uh, something that God has been doing in your life over the last season? Uh, a way that God has been moving, something that he has been teaching you. I just kind of give all these different uh, questions. Uh, how has the Lord been showing up in your life? And let's celebrate that together. And I just sit there and wait for students to come up. And, and it's great. And I love it. And students are so bold and brave. And, and usually we run out of time because it's like everybody wants to share. And like, hey, here's a way that God has been moving. Um, and, and, I, and we're going to do that today. And I thought we might get more people if I kind of plan and ask some people ahead of time. Uh, some of you are squirming in your seats like, oh, no, Justin's going to make me come up here. Don't worry. Uh, all of the people who will come up, uh, they, they knew ahead of time so they could, they could think a minute. Um, but I, I asked a friend of mine, Adriana, to come. Oh, don't come up yet. Uh, uh, to, to go first because she knew what was going on. And I, I, so she's very brave to go first. Um, I will then say who is going to be the next person. You guys have it on your list. Those of you who are out there, if you just like come up when you know you're next, uh, that would be helpful. Um, the other thing that is important to let us know that I always tell students um, is that this is not about the person coming up and standing here and sharing. This is not about them. Uh, it is about the work of God in them. Uh, it is his work. And so we get to celebrate and clap and, and praise God because it's God that is receiving the glory. Uh, it is God that is receiving the glory for the work. Maybe it's our willingness to submit to his spirit, to yield to him, but, it, but it's him that gets all of the praise and all the glory, right? And so we, at, at staff meetings on, on Thursdays, we actually share how is God working in the life of our body this week, and we clap. Not because we're like clapping like, that was a great, oh, you shared so wonderfully, but it's because we're, we're praising God. And we want him to receive all of the glory. So we can, we can do that. Uh, so we, if you wanted to welcome up Adriana, uh, she's so brave. Get on up here. Hello, my friend. Come st no more silly goose. I love that shirt. Oh, fantastic. Um, so this is what I want. I have this bucket. Um, the, the, the bucket, I was going to be up on the screen, but I couldn't get it to work. I was having technical difficulties. If you want to grab a paper, and there is, will be a random question that everybody gets to answer. Uh, hurry up. Come on. Just pick one. Uh, all right, now read, read the question for us. Do you think Pastor Jim should grow a really long mustache? Oh, I love that that was the first one. Uh, what's your answer? No. Oh. All right, uh, thanks for that. Uh, everybody gets to answer a silly question because that's what we do at youth group. Um, so Adriana, how has the Lord been working? If you look over 2023, what's one way that God has shown up, a way that he's worked in your life and that we can celebrate? Oh, okay. Um, one of the ways that he's been working in my life has been with the missions experience earlier this year. Remember the one that had the bean room? Yeah. That's how I remember it by. Um, <laughs> That was really influential for me. Like, it really encouraged me to share the gospel and find ways. Just seeing all the people, like, on the charts that, you know, haven't heard the gospel before, it really, like, you know, made me feel like I should go out there and be a part of that. 
So, you know, that really encouraged me to you know, get into serving opportunities when they arise, do missions trips. Um, so that was really influential for me. And then another thing was the Black Lake Bible Camp earlier this year. That really grew my relationship with God. And, you know, it was a really special time for me. And the last thing is I've had a lot more serving opportunities this year. Um, Tuesday nights with the club. Um, there's an upcoming Chicago missions trip. All that I've been really excited for, you know, to like share my faith in God with other people. And, you know, at the same time that I'm doing that, it's, you know, growing my own relationship with God. So it's all really special stuff that's been happening this year. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Adriana. Praise God. Praise God. I love, I love how God was connecting, uh, connecting those, that missions experience with all these other things. That's awesome. Jason, come on up, my friend. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. All right. What did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I definitely wanted to be a professional baseball player. I grew up with Ken Griffey Jr. and Ichiro all over my walls. Uh, personal favorite was Kazuhiro Sasaki, if anybody remembers. Um, but so I wanted to be a baseball player. Uh, I'll settle for the church softball team. Nice. But, <laughs> Same question to you. Um, so what's got what God has been doing in my life and the life of my family is about four years ago we all had this big isolating event called COVID, and for us the isolation part of that just stretched a little bit further and further because we had the pandemic. And then my wife and I moved, and then we had our young son. And when you have a young child, we didn't realize that, okay, suddenly the day ends at 6 p.m. You can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Um, so we just continue to not be able to engage in a community. And we've been very grateful now that God has led us to this church and this community that you all have been so welcoming and warm and just building that community for us right away. Even as my son is up there on the stage with my wife and I, desperately trying to book it straight off of the front of the end of the, of the stage. And you've all just been so welcoming to us. So we're just very grateful that we've been able to find that community again. And God has been bringing us back into that community and just teaching us how important it is. Amen. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, brother. Mickey, praise the Lord for, uh, for providing community for you and your family. That's pretty awesome. And then, Jay, you'll be next uh, after Mickey here. Um, but uh, that's, that's so cool, seeing the Lord work in that way. Let's give it up for Mickey, everybody. Thanks for being brave, for coming up here. Sorry, I did that wrong. That was my bad. That was me. You are going to the zoo. What animal do you go look at first? Definitely the tigers. Tigers. Look out, I love the tigers. Same question to you, Mickey. How can you celebrate God working in your life? Um, well, so 2023 sort of started out rough. Um, in spring, my oldest son, he's 22, attempted suicide. Um, but praise God, it was just an attempt. He kept them there for us, but it sort of left us in a really dark place um, through COVID and back pain. I've gotten really used to not going out of the house. Sometimes it'd be a month before I'd go anywhere. Um, and then God um, sent over my cousin from Yakima. 
Her circumstances for moving had nothing to do with me. Um, but by her moving over here, she's gotten me out of the house. We've been able to lean on each other, um, spend time with each other, do things. Uh, she brought two girls with her, and I had two boys, so now I get to do the girl stuff. Um, she got us, she said, Mickey, I want to go to church. I'd been watching online, but she said, I want to actually go to church. So we started coming, and um, you guys started two services, and pastor talked about serving. <laughs> and I'd been missing teaching, because I taught the two and threes for 11 years. Um, so my cousin and I started teaching the twos and threes. Um, my husband and I started greeting, and you know, none of that was anything I asked for, but God knew what I needed, um, and he's still providing it. I found an amazing Christian counselor, um, happens to go to this church, um, and he just keeps putting things in my path that without any of that, you know, I would just be lost. But uh, yeah, so it's kind of amazing how he works. Yeah. Not in the way you think. Exactly. Thank you so much. Wow. Praise the Lord. Um, that's so sweet. Yeah, come on up, Jay. Uh, praise God for how he's working in your life, Mickey. Um, Jay, if you wouldn't mind being bold and grabbing. No, grab it. Grab, grab one of the plain ones. Those are for the kids. I didn't tell you that. Sorry. I'm a kid. Yeah, that's true. Kid at heart. Can't you tell? Can't you tell? Hot dog or hamburger? <laughs> Deep question. Definitely a hamburger. Okay, what, what's, what's on your hamburger, though? You can look this one. Uh, all kinds of good things. Uh, <laughs> relish and mustard and ketchup. Uh, tomato. <laughs> how, uh, Jay, how has God, uh, as you look over 2023, how has God been showing up? How has he been working in your life? Uh, what can we celebrate God doing in your life? You know, God's been doing some great things. Um, when you first asked that question, I was thinking, what has gone on in 2023? But one of my first thoughts was my grandson. Um, I have a grandson who's a year and a half old now, and he is so much fun. And I heard this thing on the radio this week where um, a singer was talking about why crazy people raise their hands in church. <laughs> and and then he was talking about having a child and a little girl coming up to him to raise her hands up and say, um, pick me up. And so when you think about um, my little grandson coming up to me, raising up the hands, saying, Papa, oh, man, <laughs> gets my heart, and it just makes... Uh, Makes my day, uh, makes my week, um, spending that time with them. A um, couple other things God has done this year is um, Jim and Stacy led a, a, a prayer class, and it was just really special. A lot of um, good training and uh, understanding in that, and I so appreciated that. That's really good. I, I love my time in prayer. It's so uh, special to me to be able to come alongside God um, and participate with him in lifting others up. And um, a couple of times a week, I pray for 
missionaries that we have here in the church, and um, it's just a chance for me to lift them up and to participate with God and what he's doing around the world. Um, so, so special. Um, the last thing I'll share is that um, I started a discipleship group this year. I started participating in a discipleship group this year, and it's just been really special being able to share with each other, to grow together. Um, we've been encouraged to dig deeper and to share some of the raw things and um, come alongside each other and pray for each other, and so that's been really special. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thanks, brother. Such cool ways. Uh, why don't we welcome up Lisa, our last one, our last one worship team. Come on up, my friend. All right. Uh, I'll give you the mic. Wait, no, 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 no. I, I keep doing this wrong. Okay. Uh, the, the regular papers. There you go. All right. What's your question? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, if you could jump into a pool of something for fun, what would it be filled with? <laughs> to make it fun, it'd be really warm water, you know? <laughs> That's great. Yeah, don't like pudding or jello. I don't know. Anyways, okay. <laughs> Spaghetti. Yeah. No. All right. No. <laughs> All right. Here you go, Lisa. Okay. Oh, I'm, I'm holding you, it. You, yeah. You, okay. you I can it? hold it. I can okay. hold it. Perfect. So I admire the people that don't have to write anything down. I have to write it down. So That's I'm, totally fine. Yeah. So, so as a line in uh, one of the worship songs this morning said something about refusing to waste my life, and that's that's where I'm at. I refuse to waste my life. So... One way I have seen God work in my life in 2023 is developing hope and expectancy in my life, and especially in my prayer life. So he did this, he began this in our Moms in Prayer group um, that meets here at church, um, little plug on Wednesday mornings, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so after meeting together for a few months, bringing our burdens for our children together in prayer time, and just praying God's word over them, I started to notice how light and hopeful I felt when I was driving home. So I'd come feeling burdened and worried, and I would leave feeling hopeful. So I wanted more of that. So I started looking at how could I apply that to the rest of my life. Uh, so I began praying his word over all the burdens I was carrying and noticing how it felt like we, me and God, were partnering together like we were yoked. And that's where hope really began to grow in me. And then as the year began to close, um, God added more to that understanding for me, not only hope, but expectancy, specifically in struggle and in suffering. Mm. So now I just want to boast about that hope that God has given me, just like mm. Paul in Romans. So I'm going to read that verse real quick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so we boast in the hopes of the glory of God, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, mm. perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God lo God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Romans 5, 2 through 5. Thank you. Thank you so much. What a blessing. Thank you, friend. Yeah, praise God for all of the ways that he is working. Uh, church, why don't we all stand up together? We're going to continue uh, this celebration through some song and praising Jesus together. <clears throat> Sweet. 
Praise the Lord. Yeah, come on up, you guys. I'm going to invite Justine and Maddie and Ariana. Let's give them a big round of applause. All right. Okay. What is a game you enjoy playing? Do you like a board game? What board game? Apples to apples. Apples to apples. That's a good one. All right, Ariana. What, what do you dip your nuggets in? I don't usually dip my nuggets in things. You don't dip your nuggets in things? You eat them plain? Ranch. That's a good one. Okay. So, uh, Ariana, uh, this summer, you and a group of other kiddos got to go on a missions trip to Blodgett, Oregon. Um, can you tell us all about that? Um, we, we went to Blodgett, Oregon to help a community church with a VBS. Uh, I was a games leader with a few of my other friends. Awesome. Okay, so you got to go on a missions trip to help with VBS. Um, what was your favorite part of that missions trip? Probably watching the kids have fun with the games and, like, like seeing the reactions with, like, what we did with them. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, and another really cool thing about this was this was a trip that you guys had been working towards for like a couple of years. You've been doing a discipleship program and um, we weren't sure if it was going to be able to happen and you guys were able to go. So that was a really cool thing to celebrate. celebrate that. All right, Maddie. Um, so thinking about this celebration service, something that happened in the last year, I know something with your friend happened. Can you tell us about that? So my friend from school is not a Christian, but was asking questions about God. I got my Bible, and together we read about how Jesus died on the cross. That's really cool. Um, how did your friend take it when you guys were reading about that? She was very interested and wanted to keep reading. That is so cool. That's definitely something to celebrate. Nice job. Amen. Yeah, go ahead. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, that is so sweet, seeing God working in the lives of our kids. Yeah, come on up. Give a round a warm welcome to Chris and Katie. Oh, I forgot the bucket. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so grab one of the white papers there for you. You, you each get your own. <laughs> Katie's like, no. And here, you can look this way if you want. Here, stand by your husband. There you go. All right. I guess you don't have to. That's, that's up to you. All right, what's your question there? Uh, plane, train, or automobile? Um, I work on planes, so I'm kind of biased. There you go. <laughs> I got the same question as my daughter. What do you dip your nuggets in? Um, sweet and sour sauce. Sweet and sour. <laughs> Man, we got some sweet and sour fans in here. <laughs> All right, awesome. So if you guys, same question, how has God been working in your guys' life over the last year? What can we celebrate? Um, take it away. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a celebration of a culmination of over 13 years journey. Um, we've been married for 14 years, and right after marriage, we, uh, our endeavor was to start a family. Um, so starting out, we realized that it's going to be difficult to do that. And so God was pulling us in a different direction to start with foster care. And over the next 13 years, we were able to adopt five children into our home. Um, but the, the desire to have, you know, our own child, our own child never left us. Um, so in the, you know, 
13 years, we've been to doctors, spent a lot of money trying to pursue that dream of ours. And in 2023, God said yes. Um, and on July 27th, um, our son Lincoln was born. And uh, he's just a culmination of the blessing of, of God's will. Like just looking back in hindsight and just seeing the orchestration of our lives um, that God has been putting us through, whether it's, you know, doing different jobs, going to, uh, going to different places to find uh, the filling of our family before Lincoln came here. It's just, it's been a blessing. So 2023 is just a huge blessing for the culmination of a 13-year journey. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Praise God. That is so beautiful. I want to invite my friend Esther to come on up. So why don't you guys give a big welcome for Esther. Hey, Esther. Good to see you. Um, okay. You know the drill. Why don't you grab one of the... Yeah, you like blue. That works. All right. So do you want me to do this? All right. Uh, you are going to the zoo. Which animal do you look at first? A koala. A koala. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, they are pretty cute, aren't they? So, Esther, uh, would you mind sharing um, how, uh, where was God working at your life in your life last summer? So I was in a back lake, and I was struggling with grief. I lost my grandma, and questions of. Next year was going to happen to me, and uh, until doing girls pray for me and worship time, and Jesus told me that he's my hope. Yeah. No matter what I've been through, is during hard times, he was there for me. I just feel Jesus is more hope than I do. Yeah, at Black Lake, which for those who don't know, Black Lake Bible Camp is our uh, summer camp that we got to go to, and God was giving you his hope even in the midst of grief. And uh, amen. Thank you for sharing, Esther. That's sweet. Go ahead. G great job. Why don't you go ahead and take a seat? Ben, come on up, my friend. Uh, same thing. Reach into the bucket. And, uh, yes, I do think Jim needs a bucket. Yes. <laughs> what is a food you think might be good on pizza? If you know me at all, you know I put triple and quadruple pineapple. Oh. <laughs> Starting controversial. We can't, we can't be friends anymore. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Kaylee and I will be friends. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's, how's God been working in your life over this last year, my friend? Yeah, so... Uh, we, in 2022, uh, found out that we were going to be having twins, um, which was a, a surprise, and it became a wonderful surprise, but was a very much surprise. And in 2023, I remember the day uh, exactly, on, um, on April 19th, I got a call that my wife's water had broke. And that was about six and a half weeks before they before the full term, um, which started us on this journey of a about a month long stay in the hospital um, for the babies, um, deciding how to best um, keep my wife safe during delivery and um, make sure that the boys were safe. 
It was a three and a half week journey of um, they're born. It's finding out what supports they need, finding out what uh, if they need breathing support and and all the things. Um, it's two a day visits. It, it it was all the the pieces that led to the um, the culmination of being able to take them home. And and with twins, every step of the way is a is a journey, <laughs> and is a, um, a a true blessing. When we found out that. Um, we were having having kids. One of the concerns has been, um, in my family, we have a uh, genetic variant that 50% of the time, well, that we were given 50% chance that our children would get, and it's been strongly linked to seizure disorders. Um, and so while we are still waiting to find out if our boys have that, uh, the celebration is that their health has been flawless and that even though they had a, uh, a NICU stay, um, we couldn't have asked for anything better. Mm. Amen. Thanks, John. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Come on up, Debbie. Praise God for new life. Whoa. Oh, I got... See, I had nightmares about that. <laughs> 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 now you're going to have nightmares tonight. I'm just kidding. Oh, where's my bucket? Here we go. All right, there's a random question for you, my friend. Right. This is Debbie, everyone. Oh, you are swimming. Do you pick lake, ocean, or pool? Lake. Lake? Lake. Yeah. Grew up right. on a lake. Yeah. Oh. No, it's not true. It's not true. Leeches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's monsters. It's oh, monsters. monsters. Yeah. Okay. Same, same question. Uh, yeah. Again. Yeah. Thank you. So, Lisa, I appreciate it. I wrote too. There's no way I can. So, kudos to the rest of you. Um, so, speaking of nightmares, that's kind of how my story starts. About a year and a half ago, I began to experience some nightmares, uh, multiple nightmares a night, pretty much every night. And so, it was clear something was going on. And I sought God, just began to pray that he would reveal what he wanted to show me. I was honestly pretty afraid of what I might have to confront, but I pressed in because he'd shown himself so faithful in my past. Um, and I had a really terrifying dream, honestly. Um, and in my dream, I became absolutely enraged about something. And as a result, those who were supposed to love me just abandoned me. And that dream I ran blindly in fear and darkness so black that it, it just absorbed me. And it seemed to confirm what I'd always believed deep down, which was that if I let my real self be seen, if I wasn't perfectly serene and likable, I would be abandoned. So I woke in a sweat, shaking, and grabbed my Bible and journal and headed downstairs to have a conversation with Jesus. And as I cried and wrestled, this is what I wrote. Jesus, you not only have shown me my deep-seated fear of abandonment if I'm not perfect, but you've shown me what it's like to be abandoned, and it's terrifying. It's a position of weakness, of being prey, utterly lost in stumbling and darkness, and without defense against those or against the one seeking to do me harm. But you tell me that I'm not apart from you. You see the imperfect, weak, sinful me, and you don't abandon me. You've not left me to my own weakness, but you rescued me. And he's so good. He led me right to Romans 8, 33 to 39. And I prayed it in first person, just like we learned about in our prayer message last week. And it sounded like this. 
Who dares accuse you whom I have chosen for my own? Will I? No. I'm the one who's given you right standing with myself. Who then will condemn you? Will Christ Jesus? No. For he's the one who died for you and was raised to life for you and is sitting in the place of highest honor next to me, pleading for you. My daughter, can anything ever separate you from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves you if you have trouble or calamity or persecuted or hungry or cold or in danger or threatened with death? No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is yours through Christ who loved you. So be convinced that nothing can ever separate you from my love. Death can't and life can't. The angels can't and the demons can't. Your fears for today and your worries about tomorrow, even the powers of hell can't keep my love away. Whether you're high above the sky or in the deepest ocean, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate you from my love that's revealed in my son, Christ Jesus, your Lord. Ugh, it was sweet truth. It was rescue. It was the good news. God was so good. He knew that I would need this reassurance of his presence and love for me as he began to walk me through a journey of healing. I love what you said about beginnings. And he's so much more comfortable with the process and time than I am, honestly. So the next year and a half involved pressing into Jesus as I confronted my grief and fears. Use counseling and community. And I'm talking raw, real, sob together, laugh your heart out together, precious community with a small group of trusted believers right here in this body. But while I knew I struggled with this fear now of abandonment and people-pleasing, I still seemed to shake it. And then in late December, our Healing Prayer team met, and I appreciate again what you said about healing prayer, because my goodness, it, he is so powerful in that. I wasn't necessarily planning to be prayed over, but God always has other plans. Um, so as we quieted ourselves and sought the Holy Spirit, he led us back, not only to my childhood, but back four generations. My great-grandmother was abandoned at six years of age by her father after her mother passed away um, and left as an orphan. And the Holy Spirit just clearly showed us how this trauma had actually become a curse that had affected each of the following generations all the way down to me. So in the power of Jesus' name and with my sweet friends leading me, um, he helped me to break the curse for myself and for future generations. Literally, my friend said she could hear chains crashing and breaking. It was just, it felt honestly like a weight was lifted from my spirit. And it was God working out freedom in my life. It was just really like a bookend to the nightmares that began that year and a half ago. Psalm 126, verses 5 and 6 says, Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with the harvest. Friends, this healing journey, it wasn't easy, and it won't, it'll continue, I know. It's involved planting in tears, facing the grief and sorrow of my past, and submitting my pride to Jesus. But I am harvesting shouts of joy thanks to him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you.
This is but a taste of what the Lord has been doing. Just a taste. How he is bringing healing, how he is bringing freedom, how he is bringing new life, both physically new life, but spiritually new life in the midst of his church. And for that, we celebrate and we praise God. Uh, yeah, amen, amen. I'm going to give it over to the worship team, and we're going to, would you stand with us as we sing one more song together and uh, as we go out. Family, our God is great. He is so good. I, I pray, my, my heart is filled. I feel full today because God is so good. And we've just heard over and over and over again of his goodness. And, and I just want to say a word. There might, I, just, I just sense there might be some of you who are sitting here hearing all this and saying that's great for them. It's great for you. That's wonderful. But I don't see it. I don't see God's greatness. Right now, all I see is the darkness that Debbie described in her dream. There's no shame on you. If you don't see the goodness and the greatness of God right now, that's okay. My prayer for you is that he will give you eyes to see that he is great and that he is present. And that this year ahead, that you, that he will do a work deep within you. That a year from now, you'll be able to look back and say, God, I celebrate that even when I didn't see you, you were there. God is great. And I can't wait to see what he does in your life in this coming year. Before we leave, I just want to leave with a, with a blessing over you. I bless you, family. I bless you with faith. Faith to believe and to trust that God is good. I bless you with hope. With a hope that rises above your circumstances this year and that moves your heart in your mind, in your life, to God. And I bless you with love. May you be overwhelmed by the love of God for you. And may that love flow out of you to everyone that God brings across your path. God, to you be glory and honor and praises forever and ever. And his church said what? Amen. Amen. Family, God bless you. Look forward to seeing you next week as we dive back in to our series in X. God bless you.